Hi everyone, it's the first day of 2024 that I'm recording this and I'm so psyched to be with you. I've just come out of three workshops with our I Am Well community and wow, I was just blown away by how hungry people were for this learning and growth, learning how to set goals together, how to get off to your best year ever. And one of the most popular requests from these workshops was for me to record a visualization exercise that I did with everyone in the workshop. And this visualization exercise is called a time machine exercise. Um, Greg and I created this type of exercise some years ago using the science of high performance and visioning and other tools to really crystallize and create a clear idea of your goals and how you're going to get uh, through the inevitable challenges that lie ahead and help you hit your goals. So a little aside, visualization is a technique that has been used by psychologists and particularly in the field of high performance, whether it's um, by CEOs, by public speakers or by uh, professional athletes. And this has been used very popularly since the 1960s. Um, in fact, if you look at videos, there's a great series of videos by New York Times showing the Winter Olympic Sochi athletes going through their precise visualization routines and 45 minutes before the their game or their race starts you see all of these athletes backstage and they are doing the most uh, insane or ludicrous looking motions they're you know sitting there with their eyes closed moving their hands moving their feet moving their bodies making certain sounds and it's because they know that when you visualize something your brain actually doesn't know the difference between you actually doing it and you visualizing it so visualization is a way of practicing of honing your craft and making sure that you understand and your body and your mind and your emotions all operate together to give you the best results possible. So what I'm going to be doing is guiding you in a moment through the same time machine exercise that I did for all of our workshop attendees. Slight modifications because, you know, I, I do it different all the time. Um, but one thing is before we do this time machine visualization together, I want to clear up some misconceptions about visualization. The first big one is that Oh, vision, visualization is like vision boarding. I just go off and I just find like beautiful images and put them on like my Pinterest board. That is inspiration or mood boarding. That is not visualization. Okay. So visualization is actually very much focused on the process that we'll use to hit our goals, which brings us to second biggest misconception is that when people visualize, they normally close their eyes and they visualize themselves actually being at the end of the goal. They visualize themselves crossing the finish line, you know, achieving that target. They um, imagine like popping the champagne and spraying it on everyone. But you know what? I don't think that works. And all the data and research suggests that actually, if we just shortcut 
to the end, it actually doesn't um, make your brain actually believe you've done that because your brain's not stupid. You know, you know that, you know, it doesn't just happen overnight just by visualizing the end. What's far more important, as you can see from all the performance athletes that use this, is that they come up with a plan for how they are going to counter all the obstacles that they're going to face along the way. And when these obstacles arise, when the wind blows, when they get, you know, they fall down, when they get thrown off course, they visualize exactly the action plan that they will put in place to help them get back on track. So before we start this visualization exercise, I want you to actually do a little bit of pre-work, which is to take out pen and a piece of paper. And I want you to, of course, you should have your goals set already. Um, if you don't know how to set goals, there's so much of my content that I put out on smart goals and how to brainstorm goals, how to set goals. Just check out on my Instagram highlights. Um, but ideally, you should have number one, you should have your goal that you want to work on or your goals. But I would say um, for the purpose of this exercise, you really only need one goal. Um, e even if you don't have two or three goals, you can just start off with one goal. The second thing is that before you start, I want you to think of your goal and I want you to come out of up with three most likely derailers or obstacles towards that goal. For example, if my goal is I want to be more mindful at, in my life, I want to be a more mindful and intentional person, and I commit to doing 30 minutes of mindfulness practice every day, that is my goal. It's specific, it's measurable, it's attainable, it's relevant to me because it, it really connects with my values and is time bound. So I'm going to start and I'm going to do it for 30 minutes. So that's what we mean by a SMART goal. However, as I set this goal, I already know there would be some major challenges. And the three possible derailers are, number one, my kids might yell and scream and distract me from my mindfulness practice. Number two, um, I might forget because my life gets so busy, I might forget to do mindfulness. The third most likely derailer is I may get bored. I'm easily bored um, in the past and I may just get bored with this practice. So now I know my three derailers, the kids, the getting busy and the getting bored. What I want you to do is to come up for an action plan for each of these likely derailers. You'll know already that these are going to happen. So what are some creative ways for each of these derailers you are going to come up with? So for example, take the first one. My kids might prevent me from doing my mindfulness practice. Some solutions. Um, a, I can actually involve my kids in a mindfulness practice if they come in. So I might change it to a breathing practice that my kids can join along with. Or B, if my kids distract me, I might move my mindfulness practice to when they're asleep um, and they haven't woken up. Or C, if my kids distract me and they are screaming, I might actually do it in the shower and convert my 30 minutes practice to like just a two minutes trying to, you know, breathe deeply and really feel the water on my skin and coming in touch with all my senses. So for example, for every single one of these derailers, come up with a plan. If you get too busy, 
Can you put a reminder on your mobile phone? Can you have an accountability partner? If you get easily bored, can you try out at least six different forms of mindfulness, etc., etc.? Now, I only want you to start this exercise when you have your three big derailers and your action plan for how you will overcome. Because during this visualization exercise, you will be actually visualizing those challenges, which are very real and will come. But I tell you, as a experienced facilitator and coach, I can I have seen so many successful and intelligent people get derailed and come back to me one month, one, you know, quarter later and say, "Oh, I didn't manage to do that." Why? Oh, because all these things happened. And I'm like, "But you knew those things would happen." in the first place, which is why I started working with all my clients to put in place all of these plans. I personally love this quote by the US writer Elizabeth Gilbert. And what she said is, the woman I love and admire for their strength and grace didn't get that way because shit worked out. They got that way because shit went wrong and they handled it. They handled it a thousand different ways on a thousand different days, but they handled it. And those women are my superheroes. And that's what I want for you. I want you to be your own superhero. Only part of goal setting for the new year is actually about the goals themselves. A huge part is about what you will do when things go wrong, when you hit the teething problems and the challenges. And that's why we have to make a plan for that. And I cannot overemphasize how important this is because I am a realist. I believe in not just, you know, visualizing the best possible outcome, but also being able to prepare for the worst case situation because we don't rise to the levels that we hope for. We actually fall to the level of our training. So, what I'm going to do in a moment is guide you through a visualization exercise, the time machine exercise, and I'm going to actually split up this podcast and put that visualization on a separate track so that whenever you want to, you can come back to this time machine year review visualization and revisit this in your own time. But before you go on to that next track, please do do the homework, write down your three biggest derailers and spend some time brainstorming on how you will overcome them. And I'll see you in the next track.